Benvenuti, Tifosi Napolitani, to a very, very, very special edition of the Instarant Live. And we have Forza Napoli pod simulcasting today. Joe Fischetti of the wonderful Forza Napoli pod. What's going on, brother? Yeah, I'm doing well. This whole Insta thing is new to me. I'm glad we got it to, to work. You and I are probably not. We're no biz. Let's put it that way when it comes to technology. <laughs> we're not. No, that's that's for sure. Well, I can tell you that much. Uh, what, what, what we are not is biz, and we definitely have a lot of things to talk about, though. So I, I couldn't think of anybody better to come on and have a chat with than you for this occasion. Napoli beat. Udinese 4-1. Sassuolo beat someone else today. Napoli win 4-1 against Udinese. And Joe, I wanted you on it specifically because there was so much, so much that happened in the last 36-ish hours, right? Um, everything with Victor Osimhen, everything with the club, ADL and his issue, the play on the pitch, Rudy Garcia, Kvaraschkelia, Osimhen again. And we come away with the performance that we did today. It was just amazing. And I wanted to get your thoughts on on those things. So I guess this is very informal, right, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can interrupt me anytime you want. We can switch, be all over the place with subjects. Where do you want to start? Like, where can we start? <laughs> well, I think we got to start with Victor, right? I mean, what an insane couple of days. Like, we thought it was wild when he kind of called Garcia out for uh, – taking him off against Bologna and, and telling him, oh, you know, should have left me on with Simeone and played a 4-4-2. And then we get this insanity with the TikTok video and the post from Kalenda, who's Victor's agent, and or might sue the club and all this craziness. And we went from thinking we were in a crisis to fully being in a crisis, right? And, yeah. You know, wondering, yeah. like, we didn't know if Victor was going to be in the starting 11 or in the squad for that matter, right? So, you know, I think that the first, I mean, it felt like today there were little small wins in the build-up to the match. Like for me, the first one was just the fact that his name was on the squad sheet, right? Because we didn't know. We're like, this guy could be gone. We might have seen him play his last game for Napoli for all we know. I don't know. Like everybody was speculating like crazy. I mean, you know, is this uh, – is this a negotiation tactic? Are they trying to get Garcia out? Like, right. What is going on? So for me, the first uh, little win was just uh, the fact that he was on the squad sheet. Then, you know, we got the starting 11. He was in the starting 11. There were reports that he apologized again for the second time in like a week in the in the locker room. And, and he scores a goal on top of it all. So yeah, crazy roller coaster for, I think, for all Napoli fans. Right. Uh, we opened the scoring with a Zielinski penalty. We get this. So that was, I guess, let's start. When, when it comes to the game, sure. we can hit everything else up later. So we get awarded a penalty that went to VAR. Kvadoskelia gets fouled. I think he's been doing great when it comes to winning balls and, like, getting fouls for us. And he got that one, which was great. And you could kind of see Zielinski kind of staring at Victor, like, you going to take this? You want me mm-hmm. to take this? And um, Zielinski gets it done, 1-0, and then Victor gets his goal, right? After a few near chances, we dominated, we bombarded. It was pretty crazy. Victor gets his goal, and the celebration was kind of telling, right? I mean, he just stood it was a there. little bit muted, yeah. I mean, yeah, but just I mean, one thing on the penalty kick, though, because 
Well, a couple of things. One, I mentioned this in my uh, halftime thoughts, my first half thoughts on X that, um, you know, as long as he's winning penalty kicks, I don't care if he doesn't score because that doesn't do sure. as a goal, right? So we've kind of seen Cavada's play improving week by week, and we'll get into it, but probably a lot of players, which I think is an indication that they're starting to understand how Garcia wants them to play and what they need to do. Like, don't forget, these guys went from playing a totally different style and we're only, it feels like we're halfway into the season. This was round six, right? So I think we were all getting a little anxious. We were falling behind on the table, but, you know, we're starting to see Cavada play better. He's, he's taking on players and he won those two penalty kicks. Apparently what happened with the penalty kick, Garcia mentioned this after the match, that Osimen is still the preferred penalty taker. So what that means is that Osimen actually allowed Zielinski to take the penalty kick, yeah, which yeah. is probably why Zilu was looking at him, right, to kind of see, like, are you going to take this? You sure, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and and fantastic finish there. I mean, But yeah, on the celebration, everybody kind of picked up on that, right? Especially when you compare it, we'll get to the other goals, but the celebrations from Cavada and Simeone, <laughs> kind of the opposite. Oh, Victor sure. still looked like he had, uh, you know, felt a little bit bothered or whatever. One thing I did notice, because I was re-watching the game, uh, there was kind of like a very subtle little exchange that I think was positive with Garcia when he, because the, the weird thing was that he went and gave Lindstrom a big hug. I don't know where, <laughs> I guess maybe they've become buddies, you know, off the pitch or whatever. Right. And as he was there, I guess you couldn't see because the camera was behind Garcia, but I, I'm guessing Garcia said something positive, good goal, Victor, something like that. And you see him just kind of like nod at his coach. Yeah. And, and even that for me was like, okay, you know what? I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. That was my, like, where my head was at, too. Looking at Victor and seeing him interact with, uh, you know, his his teammates throughout the game, too. So I'm looking at Victor to see what he yeah. does, right? Like in There should have been balls. a camera on him the whole match. Yeah, I wish there was, a, there was a Aussie cam, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I had my eye on him, and I was, like, you know, just kind of watching his mannerisms. And, you know, he would do his usual, like, if it was a close play, clap his hands in the air, kind of give thumbs up to some of the guys, and – after the Zulu goal, too, you know, uh, you know, he was high fiving and hugging, uh, you know, everybody when he scored. Kvadashkelia came by and gave him love, but also when he got subbed off, and I'm getting ahead of myself, but when he got yeah. subbed off, I would see him standing on the sidelines instead of sitting, right? And 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 especially, I think it was for the, I think it was for the fourth goal, the Simeone goal. He was standing up at the sideline, like sort of like directing, you know, helping out and and just into it like you know it, it didn't seem like a guy who just had this big spat with the club and was on thin ice and walking on eggshells at the hotel and you know not saying hi to his, his teammates his friends i throw the quote you know marks in the air because i don't believe in any of that stuff i i, I didn't read into any of that and it just didn't seem like Victor was a guy who just threatened to sue the club and wants to leave, right? Uh, it seems like he is fighting for the club, fighting for the ball, you know. And listen, players have their agendas, right? They want to get sold. They have to play, right? And they have to perform. That's fine. But then at the end of the game, he goes to the middle circle, right, the midfield, and he waves to the crowd. And, like, it was it was almost as if he was there by himself. I know the team is, you know, semi-behind him. 
did you see any of that after the game? Like, I know you were, you know, also working and the families and stuff like that. Same here, but I actually was off today. So I got to watch yeah. all that. And I noticed all that. And I was like, you know what? I think that's the sign of saying, you know what? We're good. Don't worry about it. Let's get this right. Yeah. Before I even rewatched the match, the first thing I did after work was I, I went to the end of the match yeah. and I just watched that piece, like after the final whistle, walking out onto the pitch, you know, high-fiving teammates or congratulating the opponents or whatever. And I was just looking at Victor to see if he would give us anything. Right. And I did I did feel like even maybe even if it was just for the match, it was like nothing else mattered but the match. And he was totally himself from the – like he did not lack motivation. He was as feisty as ever, chasing down balls, hungry to score. You know, he finished. He scored that goal, which he took really well. At also, beautiful little flick pass there from Politano. Um, sure, sure. And yeah, as you mentioned, you know, even on the sidelines, he's so into it that he can't help but it's like his body wants to still be out on the pitch so that he ends up standing up and directing. And and even when he came off, he still gave Garcia a high five or handshake or whatever. So like there were all these little positive indications that, you know, makes me wonder who that post was really directed at now from Kalenda. And the more I kind of look at the situation and the way he played, the more I think that maybe this is just part of negotiating and, and now the agent made it a public negotiation for whatever reason. I had hinted before on the preview rant that I had put on live here on Instagram that um, I wanted to try to get you on to look at every angle of the situation, right? So when you put into like like everybody's perspective, ADL's perspective, Victor's, the agents, the club, the you know social media, what have you, one of the things that I came up with was, uh, do you think that there's a possibility that, you know, before today's game, I think today's going to like start set the tone. I told everybody too, I said, there's going to be a moment in time where we're going to get a big win or we're going to win and we're just going to keep winning. And I think, and I'm not getting it, you know, we can't get ahead of ourselves. It's one game at the end of the day, whether it was an ugly 1-0 or a beautiful 4-1. Mm-hmm. The it's three points is three points, right? So we have to move on to Leche, Real Madrid, and then pass the next three. But is it a possibility that Victor's handshake agreement, as far as that goes, did they maybe think, hmm, I'm not very happy with this guy, Rudy Garcia, and if ADL is going to keep him here, I want to renege on my handshake agreement with this club and negotiate further maybe camp ADL maybe got upset maybe the social media team knew the deal and decided hmm well if he wants to you know turn his back on us we're going to make this you know ridiculous video that i don't understand um <laughs> uh, and yeah it's ridiculous and you know sort of throw a jab there right and you know, I want to say that that's not it because that's a far reach, I think, and it's it's maybe a little conspiracy theory. But, um, I mean, again, we're looking at it at all angles, right? Is it a possibility that that could have happened? And then instead of talking with the club about what's going on, he decides to erase all his pictures on Instagram and, and like, throw this tantrum with the, with the agent. And then once he gets to the hotel the next day, everything kind of gets smoothed over. Like, that's where my head is at the moment because we're all very frustrated at Rui Garcia, you know, before tonight's match, right? Mm-hmm. So 
why is it so far fetched to believe that maybe that's what it was, right? Where they yeah, just got upset. It doesn't even have to be like such a crazy change, right? Like first of all, that stuff happens all the time. We all know just from the history of our own club that until we see that tweets from ADL or we see that picture of the player signing the contract, nothing is done until that. Nothing is done, right? Right, and that can go both ways. Most often, it's the club doing it to the player. But who knows? To your point, maybe he said, you know what? This Garcia thing's not looking so great. Maybe I don't want to stick around as long as I originally did. And they might have just said, you know what? Let's try to lower that release clause. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Pure speculation. Mm-hmm. Like, right? We don't have any information on this stuff. But maybe they had a number in my, I don't know, 150, let's say. Right. And they said, eh, you know what? I want to get out of here a little bit sooner. Let's go back and say we need to lower that to 130 because, you know, this coach is killing the way – I'm not going to score as many goals the way we're playing. My value is going to decline. Nobody's going to – who knows, right? Like, who knows what's going through these guys' heads? So I don't even think it's that far-fetched of, of a theory, to be perfectly honest. I think right. this stuff happens in sports. Yeah, it just it just hit me when I was talking. Like, what if that's the case? But we also know that a lot of these social media accounts go into business for themselves a lot of the time. There's no approval needed. Some of them have free reign to do what they want. Maybe just to – maybe because – you know, these heads of the social media or TikTok admins or what have you, whatever you want to call them, they know what the latest trends are with the kids. And they maybe they've been getting a lot of hits lately when it comes to mm-hmm. certain videos. And we know that that coconut video is, and I only know this from my son, 12 years old. Apparently, that's a video that's going around. A lot of teams are doing it to a lot of players. I don't understand it, but I can see possibly why someone would that doesn't understand it either would go oh racism it's mm-hmm. a brown coconut man is black right yeah but that's not even the video in question it's that stupid penalty kick penalty video kick. that he yeah. got pissed off with you know so so but that's also in such poor taste and at that delicate fragile time i wouldn't be messing around like that either so what's this admin's thinking it has to be where it should be anyway, where if you want to post something, that's got to get approved. I know social media is like, now, 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 let's go. But, I mean, you've got to be aware these days, right? I mean, you just do. And it's super, super irresponsible from Napoli as an organization all around because you can't just fault one guy on the – admin right you mm-hmm. that it comes down to who put that guy there who put that guy there who's overseeing it right exactly um, exactly yes. yeah it can't be down to like this guy has complete autonomy to post whatever the hell he wants like that is right. way too risky right because hey, i could see i'll go man the guy he, he posts whatever he wants i don't take <laughs> care of that stuff i don't know what's going on with that well you yeah. should you're the president or if you don't you should have somebody that you know that might be a little you know, younger than him or, you know, like yeah. with it to freaking know what's going on. Like, that's crazy. It just is a mess all around. And I think today's match was perfect for turning that corner, yeah. right? Because even if it was an ugly 1-0, we won, but we didn't win in fashion that everybody wants to see, right? And right now – just a win, just a scrappy win, for me, wouldn't have been enough to... Mm-hmm. I did say on the preview, though, I said I just want to win no matter how we get it. And that's under normal circumstances. I don't care how we win, we, as long as we win, right? But 
in this particular case, it was very important to pull out a performance like this. And everyone just had this extra pep in their set, man. Like, yeah. Well, I'll shout out a couple of our uh, our friends that we interact with a lot. One, Mo Salad, I think he tweeted or posted on X that um, similar idea that he didn't want to see us just win. We needed to win convincingly. So shout out to Mo. And then uh, Phil at Zudi Fan. Phil mentioned that, you know, it kind of felt like we were at a crossroads, right? Where if we win, it could be a real turnaround for us and maybe start something going in the right direction. But if we lose, we're in complete free fall. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, if we, even if we drew. Yeah. Right. I but mean, to your point, even uh, just like, like a 1-0 win might not have. That might have just bought us a few days until the Lecce match and not sure. really changed how confident we felt. Because this Napoli will destroy Lecce and can hang with Real Madrid. Like, I'm convinced yeah. of, about that, right? If and Napoli showed even like if. In a weird way, all this off-the-field drama and nonsense with Victor and the agent was like motivation for the players. Or somehow, I mean, you know, we've all been very critical of Garcia. I think we all also need to acknowledge when good things happen. And he did something to motivate these players in a really you know, weird time with a lot of craziness happening. I think we got to give him some credit here, too. And the way we played was probably the best we played under Garcia so far, right? Like we finally 100%. saw the ball was moving quickly again, right? And and players seem to be in the right places. And and Gisa and Lobotka were both good again. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it was a exactly. bit of a throwback to last season, which was great. Sure. I went into the, the rant discord at halftime and, I, you know, just popped in and said, yo, yo, you know, how, how are we feeling after the first half? And some guys were, <laughs> I don't necessarily remember who, but like some of them, and I wouldn't name names if I did, but they were like, um, uh, much better, better, better and better. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're passing the ball. And then someone else said, well, this, you know, we're playing the way we should play against Udinese. And I'm like, guys. So then I had to video in and, and, and I videoed in and I said, guys, what's this what's this eh, okay i need some enthusiasm let's go this is the best looking first half under rudy garcia we've had a percent possession in the 72 percent possession (laughs) unbelievable the best the best we wanted natan he's in and he looked really good we wanted awesome to score he did we wanted to convert a penalty we did and then, you know, I said, I need more. I need more enthusiasm out of you guys. No, not, not none of this, Ned. This is how it should be. Like, we should be really happy about the performance today. And from here on out, it should be the way it is, right? Yeah, well, and anyone and, who didn't get, who wasn't enthusiastic after Cavada's celebration just Oh, <laughs> Joe, I almost cried. I'm not even kidding. You know, you yeah. guys all know I'm, a, I'm an emotional guy. Watching him celebrate that goal, I almost cried. I did. And just to see that, you know, that you could literally see him like (laughs) going to, it's like watching those, you ever see those videos of the doggy chiropractors that like they, they, any chiropractor (laughs) really, but, but the dog ones, because watch it. It's funny. Cause you, you know, my, my poor dog, he's right here. He just popped in. He's got pain in his back too, which uh, I'm seriously considering this because they'll crack these dogs bones and they'll look at them like. You just saved my life. Right. Like, like, I, like, I don't even know what to do right now. And I feel like Vladislav just like 
the devil flew off of his his <laughs> yeah. you know shoulders and went back down to hell or something like that. Well, and, he, and, and the build we felt it building up, right? Because like we did. The post, oh my gosh! The post again, and we're like, it's coming, it's coming. We don't so twice Carm in like ten minutes, Carm. dude. Yeah. What did Carm say? Well, no, that he's he said it's. I can feel it. It's he's gonna. Yeah, it's gotta happen. Already. Yeah. If it didn't happen today, <laughs> like. And that's what I was trying to get at, right? Like I only I only talked to those guys in the first half. In the second half, it was more of what we needed to happen happened, right? Because I was like, you know, if this game ends two 0 now, we've got almost everything we need. All we need now is for Quada to score and for Simeone to come in with some good time and get a goal. And I listened to, so I was walking around, I was getting my oil changed there. So I'm walking around waiting for it to finish, and I'm listening to the rant from Monday. I always love to go back and listen in mm-hmm. case I miss something, right? And I said it. I said, we need to give Simeone more than five, ten minutes on the pitch. And I'm not saying take him, put him in at halftime, but give him 20, 25, right? And what did we do? We did it. We built the play. He had a few chances. He had a few runs. And then Kvaraskele got his goal and then, and then got an assist as well. Like, this guy hasn't had a goal or assist in seven months, and he's got one of each in this game today. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. And at full time, when Victor went to the middle and said his, you know, thank yous, and I guess throwed up his apologies to the fans, I don't want to speculate, but still just said, hey, I'm here and I'm with you. Then I started crying, man. And Paulie <laughs> looks at me and goes, he goes, you're crying? I said, yeah. So I go into the room where Ali is, you know, just chilling and, and she goes, you all right? I said, so much has happened in the last day. After what I just saw, it's just like relief. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think I felt this relieved, Joe, since we won the Scudetto in, in May. Yeah, right? maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It felt like it was going down a really dark and lonely avenue there for a little bit. <laughs> and this was that that ray of hope now and, and something that we got to build off of now, right? Like we got to... Like one thing I was thinking about as well, I'm curious to know your thoughts too, is that when you, again, I mentioned earlier that it feels like we're in the middle of the season when we're only six games in. And and I think part of that is because of how we've been scrutinizing this club. And, yeah. you know, when things are not going the way you want them to, you start to find more things to get upset about things like, sure. That. How come Lindstrom's not playing? Well, hey, he came on like Simeone around the hour mm. mark and he looked pretty good too, actually, off the bench. And so. Sure. You know, we maybe we overreacted a little bit because we're passionate fans. That's cool. But what I was thinking of was that it was kind of like the first two games we were undoing Spalletti ball in a way, right? Like we were still the players had muscle memory, so they still did what they did under Spalletti for a couple of games. Then we got to the kind of like the low point where it's like, okay, we're off of Spalletti ball, we're trying to implement Garcia ball, and it's gonna take a bit of time, clearly, because Things weren't clicking, and we dropped some points. We had the terrible half against Lazio, the terrible hour against Genoa. But then it started to look like, because like even that Bologna match, right? I'm sure you felt the same way. Even though it was just a draw, we looked pretty good for most of yeah. the match, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to say, well, Bologna just sat back and didn't really try to win. But to me, it felt like, okay, we got past that low point, and now we started to to build up and rise again. And this felt like it was the next step in that sequence right and hopefully that's a trend and we just keep going up from there i don't know there's just something that i was thinking about today as i saw this result 
the performances have definitely been getting better and better. That's for sure. And it's another thing we outlined on the RAM on Monday. It's it just it just for me it looks like things are just falling into place that we just gotta finish. That's it. We're gonna work on our finishing and get it done. I mean, Aussie man, you know, as many posts as he hit in the last few games and then Kavada two with, with two today. You know, it's it's sad. I didn't even start a Lenya Napoli post on, on Twitter this year this year and, and I should have because I feel like we've hit more wood than we did last season all combined in the first six games. But yeah, man, you're right, man. It's just too early to capitulate completely. I get being upset. I get holding this team to another standard now because we know they can do it. Especially that Natan looks so good, you know. Wait, and he's doing really good with Ostigar. Wait till Rachmani gets back, you know. This team has, I said it, the quality to do the things that they did today, and they have the quality to. The, I'm not going to say they're going to beat Real Madrid, but they can hang with Real Madrid. That is, uh, as long as they can hang with Real Madrid, maybe get a point at the Maradona, I'm happy with that. And this has to be step one, and it has to continue because not for nothing. I know Lecce just lost yesterday to Juventus, but there are no slouch this season. Those are no, some hungry players. Those are some hungry players. Of course, the cream always rises to the top, right? Last year, Udinese, Atalanta, they all fell as well. You know, maybe like midway through the first half of the season. We're looking forward to Saturday, Saturday morning at 9 Eastern. Big help with from Sassuolo by beating Inter today. We're now four points behind Inter and Milan for first place. As I said on on Monday, man, I said there's 99 points left on offer. Now it's 96. 96 points left on offer, and we're four back in the first six games. It's just there's crazy to me. Way to go. Yeah. There's and so you know much what? Inter lately, like, they started off looking invincible. And sure. I'll admit it. I said to myself, like, they look like how we looked last year where things yeah. are going away, you know, they're blowing teams apart when they're not playing well, they're finding a way to win. But their last three games, including the Sassuolo match have not been that great, right? Like mm-hmm. against Sociedad, I think they, they were, I don't know if I would say they were lucky, yeah, but they salvaged yeah. a draw late in that match. Right. It was a late goal. Right. Against Empoli, I think Empoli, Empoli deserved at least a point out of that game. You know, they had a, that amazing strike by Di Marco, but otherwise, they, they I watched the second crazy. half of that. I watched the second half of that, and, and the whole second half, I'm, I, I kind of felt it. I was like, okay, Empoli's, they're not going to want to be that team that lost their first five matches without go- scoring a goal. That's a record. They just got their first goal today and one beat Salernitana today. Yeah. But they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to be that team. They were that team. It didn't yeah. happen for them. But they really pushed for it, Baldanzi and – Who's the other kid, Cambiaghi, that they have? And 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 they, they really did look like yeah, they, they were going to. a bunch of chances in that. They definitely could have. Yeah, they definitely finished. could have. And then, of course, today they lost to Sassuolo. And now I'm thanking, or, you know, thanking God that Barardi didn't play against us because that team looks different with that guy playing. I mean, sure. he played a sure. ridiculous pass on the first goal. He scored a ridiculous right. goal for the win, so. My fantasy team really benefited from that. Too. So <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing Rafaela too. I'm playing Boban. Okay. So, yeah. so yeah. I'm, I'm projected for a two-one win on that one, which is yeah. good. Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. But yeah, like um, it's suddenly just like that. You know, we went from feeling like we're miles away from the top to, to as you said, four points with a long, long way to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think 
we all needed this just to settle down a little bit and, and regain some faith in the club. It couldn't have come at a better time, I don't think. Sure, sure, it couldn't have. I just want to thank everybody that's in the chat on Instagram. I see all your comments and I'm reading them as we're talking. I just wanted to get this point out. We we are limited on time here with uh, with this platform. And I think really that's it, man. I, I don't have much of anything else. I would love for you to be one of our regular um, stand-ins for biz if you can't make the midweek stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you wouldn't mind doing that for us, that would be great. And we could, uh, you know, maybe set a date for next week for the, the Champions League. It's a big sure. one, right? Yep. Napoli, Real Madrid. And I guess that's my formal formal way of asking you <laughs> on the air, right? Yeah, yeah, no, um, absolutely. Thursdays are a good day for me, so or even Wednesdays are pretty good. Days. Sure, sure. Work, yeah. I also want to say thanks to you for allowing me to share your platform with us. I know that you are meticulous about your shows and that you have a lot of prep that goes into it and editing and stuff like that. So just wanted to say thanks for that. Uh, you know, it was kind of last minute idea I had where like, you know, we really should talk about something like this and, and I couldn't think of anyone better. And um, I want to say hi to all your listeners. I'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get this up on, uh, on the Fronts and Apple pod as well. Yeah, sure. man. Simulcasting it. Cause we'll, we'll okay. also be on, we'll be on far from Vesuvius as well. Everybody knows where to find you because we're on your thing too. Uh, you all know where to find me. Is there anything else you want to add before we get out of here, Joe, about today, about Victor, about our situation, about what's coming, anything else at all? No, I think just it's just great to get a win, you know, in the league. Obviously, we got the win over Braga. Everyone chill out a little bit. You know, we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we have a tendency to overreact. We're, again, we're oh, fans, it, but, uh, is it what's more than a tendency? Uh, what's that word? Because I, I don't know, habit, <laughs> habit, yeah. <laughs> but you know, next oh, time you're man. feeling a little upset or something, just picture Cavada kissing the the ball boy on the top of the hat. <laughs> you know, that should put a <laughs> smile on your face and uh, brighten up your day a little bit. But no, I mean, elated to get this win today. It was really, really important, and uh, hopefully that means uh, we're back on track. Yes, sir. You can find Joe Fischetti at Joe underscore Fischetti5, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and at Fort Sinopoli Pod on all your social medias that you need to. I'm Rafa Napoli83 and Napoli Rant and Far From Vesuvius. 4-1, right? Big time win, big time route. Let's see us do it against the bigs now, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, you guys, we're out of here. Take care of yourselves and Forza Napoli. Sempre. Campione d'Italia. <laughs> Good.